Nerd Talk. Dork Talk. Real Talk. The coolest podcast ever, The Kenny Ho Show. It's showtime. Life is short, so while we're here, let's nerd out. Hey, hey, what up? It's old Kenny here with you for another edition of the Kenny Ho Show. Episode 91, we're inching closer to 100. How are you? How's your week going? I hope all is well. Thank you for tuning in. You know I appreciate it. So, let me let you in on a little secret. I had me an epiphany. No, no, it wasn't that I realized that I'm poor and not very good looking. I mean, yes... I came to that realization, but it was a while back. It's not what I'm talking about today. Oh, believe me, that was a rough day. Like I got up in the morning, looked in the mirror. I'm like, wait a minute, weren't my eyes bigger? Like I've always prided myself on having eyes that weren't stereotypically Chinese. You know, like the slits in the face, basically. I'm like, what happened? And why are my cheeks real full? I don't remember going for surgery. I don't remember I don't remember having to pull my wisdom teeth recently. Why are they so full? And what is and what is this? Is this is a second chin? I got a second chin. Oh shit! Am I unattractive? I ain't that smart. I was banking on my looks. <sighs> you know what? So I calm myself down. I'm like, you know, I always feel better after I have a meal. So why don't I just go have myself a meal? Feel better about myself. I go to the fridge, open her up. I look in. And all I got are craft Singles and a half loaf of white bread. I didn't even have any ketchup or mayonnaise to go with the bread. There was a thing of Tupperware in there. But then I think about it and I was like, I think that Tupperware's been there since... Well, since I can remember. And if it's one thing I've learned in life is you don't mess around with mysterious Tupperware that's been there for like three years. No, sir, you don't mess around with that. You don't play Russian roulette like that with your life. So to recap, I had processed cheese, white bread, and whatever was inside that Tupperware that's been there since the beginning of time. I'm like, oh shit, I'm poor. And then it hit me double time. Oh shit, I'm poor and unattractive. It was a rough day. Like, the only combo worse than being poor and unattractive is if you find out you had knocked up some ugly girl and you also caught the herp derp from her. Like, if that's your morning, then that's the morning you're going to consider suicide. People wonder, Kenny, you're so sad. You must have considered suicide. That must have crossed your mind at least once or twice. And I'm like, nah, I'm all right. I didn't knock up an ugly girl and catch the herps from her. I got the slightly better combo. Poor and unattractive? I can deal with that. I can make that work. Poor? I don't know. I'll just order from the value menu. I like mini cheeseburgers. It makes me feel like a powerful giant. It gives me insight on what the Hulk feels like. Being unattractive? Okay, well, I cry myself to sleep on that one. But it ain't the end of the world, it ain't kill myself type of bad. 
Whereas an ugly girl giving birth to your child and a herps, you can't recover from that. Emotionally, spiritually, you're done. It's over for you. Like, I think of myself as a resilient person. I've persevered through some stuff. I'm still here today. But if that were my situation, I would do what Cutter Girl didn't have the guts to do. Cut deeper. Because let's say that's your situation. And you spend a fortune going to the shrink and having him or her talk you through it, rebuilding your, your mind, your psyche. And just for a moment in time, you feel better about your situation and your life. But then you go and visit this kid of yours and you find out he's half ugly and half poor and unattractive. It's over for you. There's no bouncing back from that one. Now, what the hell was I talking about? How did I get on this topic? <laughs> oh yes, the epiphany, epiphany, yes, yes. Remember, I don't know, was it three or four episodes ago when I said, hey man, I think, I think I'm going to call it quits. I'm going to hang them up. I'm going to put an end to the Kenny Ho show after 100. And at the time I thought, hey, maybe if I just get this off my chest in this episode, next week I'll come back, just apologize. Be like, hey man, I was caught in a moment. I didn't mean it. I'm going to come back and do the show stronger than ever. But I didn't do that. I came back the next week being like, you know what? I gave it some serious thought. I might end the show. I'm leaning towards that anyway. But the other night, I finally changed my mind. I don't think I'm going to end the Kenny Ho show after 100. At this point, you know, who knows what could happen. I could get hit by a bus and we'll never make it to 100. But for now, I'm thinking we're going 100 and beyond. Do you know why? Let me tell you a story. My buddy Pedro from Vancouver visited the other night. Good dude. Took care of me when I went over there to visit. And he's doing real good for himself at this point. He's a successful theater actor. Keyword, theater. Not to take anything away from him, but being a successful theater actor means you're making about as much as the guy making your fries at McDonald's. Which again, not trying to slag him, just telling it as it is. But that's not even bad, because there's worse. There's the unsuccessful theater actor who gets to do some theater here and there. And he or she makes about as much as the guy in India who produces the uniform for the guy who's making your fries at McDonald's. So yeah, it was great having a chat with him. We went out for a beer. And he's telling me all these great things that he's up to, that he's getting experience, all these cool projects that has him traveling the country for now and maybe even the world. So that's all great and amazing for him. And I'm legit happy for him. Whereas honestly, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago, I definitely wouldn't have been. I'm being real here. I definitely... I would have had difficulties sitting through that conversation. I'm sure I would have put on a fake smile, but I would have been dying on the inside. Because way back then, when I walked away from acting, I couldn't even show up to support my friends in plays. I couldn't take it. I'm like, I don't get to do this. I can't sit in the theater. I couldn't even stand being in the theater, let alone seeing my friends do it. Just being in the theater, I'm like, I don't want to be here because I don't get to be on stage. I don't want to be in the audience. I was an emo little bastard. No doubt about that. Not trying to lie. But years later, I'm having this conversation with him, and I was just like, oh, this is weird. I had a moment, the moment, the epiphany. I was like, you know what? I'm so overacting. Like, I don't care that I'm not acting anymore. It doesn't matter to me anymore. It was wonderful. 
So now I probably shouldn't have told that story because now, not that they do, but let's say one of my actor friends, they listen to this, they're like, so why didn't you come to my show? I can no longer be like, oh, just it's, it's too hard for me. I, I can't do it. I'm not strong enough. Now, either I have to make up a lie or tell them the truth. Lie being, I got a hot date, but I think people can see right through that. So I'll probably just tell the truth and be like, listen, bro, or girl, I'd love to come to your show but I don't want to. It's not an emotional thing. It's not a spiritual thing. It's not a mental thing anymore. I don't know why it'd be a spiritual thing. I don't know why I threw that in there, but it's not It's not a mental game anymore. It's strictly physical because if I'm not doing this, if I'm not doing Kenny Ho video show, which you should check out and subscribe to on YouTube, <clears throat> got a new video either up now or will be coming up depending on which one I do first, this show or that show. And if I'm not, you know, blogging on the KennyHoShow.com website, which you should also check out, I'm working two jobs like some kind of fresh off the boat immigrant. So at the end of the day, I'm tired. I want to take a nap or go straight to bed for 12 hours early, you know? I don't want to show up to the theater and watch people make weird noises and weird movements in the name of self-expression. I just don't dig it, and I just can't tolerate it anymore. Like, just think about it. See it from my point of view. Would you rather get a good night's sleep, feel good in the morning, you know, ready to take on the world, or play a lot of video games and make content out of it? Yeah, I figured it out. Kenny Ho Video Show. YouTube, check her out. So would you do something you like to do, like what I just said, or would you rather show up to a show which has no explosions, no Green Arrow, no Baby Girl Felicity Smoke. Hell, most shows you go to, there are no attractive women on stage. Like, all the attractive ones have either moved into the Sugar Daddy's apartment or into film and movies, where the real money's at. Spend a month and a half working on stage, depending on what, even the unionized gigs, you make about as much as a unionized film actor makes in a couple of days. So all we got left on stage are the unattractive actresses, the fat girls. And not all of them even have a nice personality. So you're looking at someone you potentially hate, and you sure as hell hate the way they look. So I think it's an easy decision. That's my case, and I'm hanging on to those points. In fact, if anybody calls me out on it, if any of these actors call me out on it, I'm just going to refer them to episode 91 of The Kenny Ho Show. Because I think it's pretty legit. I doubt anybody will, because, quite frankly, even my buddy Pedro, I haven't talked to him in, like, seven years or something like that. Actors, I don't... I wouldn't say any of them are my friends at this point. Oh, I'm sure with some of them, we could just pick it right back up, but we're not. We None of us have talked in years. That's fine. I've put it behind me. But acting, I wasn't so sure I did put it behind me. And now, I've had an epiphany. I'm over it. Acting is a thing of the past. I've moved on. I don't need to act anymore. I podcast. Who needs to do plays? Who needs to do movies when you have the coolest podcast ever? Who needs Shakespearean eloquence? Poetic speech. When you can have nerd talk, dork talk, and real talk. 
How do you expect me to tell jokes that some privileged Jewish guy wrote after I've, you know, written two or three really good ones all by myself right here on this very show? And why in the world would I tell some girl who I can't even stand, you know, those fat, unattractive girls I was telling you about earlier, I couldn't tell them that I love them. Why would I do that when I can talk about how much I love Tiffany Alvord week in and week out? You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Forget acting. I'm done. I'm a podcaster now. Forget going to the gym and eating salads. I don't need to look good talking on a mic. Hell, for all you know, I'm good looking and have a full fridge. Yes, the Kenny Ho Show episode 91 will cover Superman, Team Arrow, and Red Dead 2. Yes, it's showtime. Let's go. Have you seen Superman on Supergirl? What do you think? You like? Dislike? Now, I wasn't sure about this casting they made. Uh, Tyler Hochlin? I think that's how you say his name. Because to me, he doesn't look like Superman. Certainly not the ones I grew up with. We're talking Christopher Reeves. We're talking about Dean Cain. We're talking about Tom Welling, of course. Brandon Routh. And of course, most recently, Henry Cavill. They're all big, strapping guys. Super hunky, super good-looking. Hey, man, I swear I'm not super gay. And then you come all the way to 2016, and you look at Tyler Hochlin. This guy looks like the poor man's Superman. Much like how I'm the poor man's reign. Like, look at him. Tyler Hochlin looks like if Superman got captured by Lex Luthor... Got kept in a room made of kryptonite and star for a year. And Lex, using his incredible scientific gifts and knowledge, found a way to encourage early onset osteoporosis. That's what this guy looks like. He looks like the Superman from Flashpoint. This guy doesn't look tall and intimidating. He just doesn't look like Superman to me. But he looks like he's he's my height. He looks like he's average height. Average build, average height. Like Superman's supposed to be six foot three. This guy looks like he could be six foot three if you put him in like seven inch heels. And don't get me wrong, I, I actually like him as Superman. I think he's he's got enough of the qualities to pull it off. I think he's got that Midwestern nice guy charm. Swear I'm not super gay, but he's got that going for him which is very Superman, but he's a sucky, sucky Clark Kent. You know, you look back on uh, the original Superman movie and even Superman Returns, Christopher Reeves, Brandon Routh, they pulled off bumbling like it was second nature. Yes, it's acting. Yes, it's a bit of a caricature, but it worked. Where's this guy trying to do it? Like, let's just put it this way. If I lived in Metropolis and I saw this guy and he was pulling this act, I'm like, guys, look, it's Superman. He just put on a pair of glasses and combed his hair differently. He's like, what are you talking about, man? How did you know? I respond, because you're trying too hard. That's some fake-ass geek. That's not natural at all. I got two gifts in life. One, I can point out a pair of fake boobies from a mile away. And two, I can point out fake geek cover-up a mile away. And he'd be like, huh, I used to date this girl with a pair of fake phony. You're not a nerd dating fake boobs, dating girls with fake boobs. You get out of here, Clark. Go save the day or something. I work on that disguise. Not everybody's as forgiving as I am. And not everybody's as lazy as I am. Some people take advantage of you for knowing your secret. 
Team Arrow, well, the new one anyway, takes all the promise out of what episode one showed that the show could be again. It goes from, oh my goodness, we're getting back to the good Arrow, and it buries it like Triple H and John Cena bury new talent. Yes, I'm on a wrestling binge. Check out the Kenny Ho video show. We're right back to, man, it's... It's part of my routine to watch this show now, but I kind of don't want to watch this show anymore. Because this new Team Arrow, my goodness. I'm trying to be a better man. I'm trying to be kinder. I'm trying to be more positive and tolerant. But my goodness, do I hate this new Team Arrow. Curtis, the absolute worst recurring character to come on the show ever. He's worse than whiny Thea Queen. And she's a privileged white girl. You have to be a real queen to top Thea Queen in the annoying department. He's like, thank you, I am a queen. Wasn't a compliment, bro. Mad dog. Get out of here, you thug. In your bad attitude. In your tough exterior. I don't want to do this. I've seen this a million times. I do not want to see this guy going from G to gent. Count me out. No thank you. And as for you, new canary, you couldn't carry Ruby's heels. I don't care about your story. I already forgot what your backstory was from last season. Save it. Go do another show on Fox or something. Maybe someone there will care. Yes, in fact, you faux canary, you Drake wannabe, and you, the embodiment of all minority quotas, all in one dude, can go off and do an angsty teen drama on Fox so I can ignore you. The only dude on this new Arrow team that's cool is Rag Guy. I'm okay with Rag Guy. Do you hear what I'm saying? Let's take it in for a moment. The best thing about this new season of Arrow is someone called Rag Guy. Honestly, you should have stuck with the old team. The problem with the show wasn't about who was on the team. It was a matter of there was a team to begin with. This show should be about Oliver Queen, Green Arrow. It would be nice for him to have support from Felicity, Black Canary, and either Speedy or Arsenal, but you don't need them on every single episode. They don't need all kinds of storylines. Just have them there in the background and make it about Ollie's mission to save the city. I'm pretty sure Berlanti and co. at some point had a meeting and they're like, I think people hate the team. Let's get a new team. No, man. Let's not do that. Ah, crap. I did it again. I forgot to check my SD card. And so I recorded the end of the show. Well, I didn't record the end of the show. I, I, I performed the rest of the show, but... It was to the wall. It did not record. I think I left off with uh, my final thoughts on the new Arrow team. So we'll just move right on to the next story. Red Dead Redemption 2 is on its way. Yes, a couple days ago, Rockstar teased an image of their logo with a red background. And the whole internet went crazy. They're, oh my god, Red Dead Redemption! And I was like, how the hell did you guys jump to that conclusion? Like, if I saw that, I'd be like, huh. Looks like Rockstar came out with a new wallpaper. How these cats jumped to the conclusion that was Red Dead is beyond me. It's red. Must be Red Dead. Turns out this time they were right. I don't know. I feel like people jump to conclusions too much on the internet. There's too much judging. I mean, just listen to this show. I judge all the time. And facts aren't always a thing on the internet. That's why I don't like posting personal pictures online. 
because of these people. They see Red, Rockstar, Red Dead. I feel like if I posted a picture with me and one of my buddies, I don't know, at a bar or something, they're like, oh, they're super gay, they're on a date. If I post one of me doing laundry, they're like, what's that in that cup? It's cocaine. He's got enough cocaine in that cup to make an entire school high. He's a drug dealer. I'm one who sells to kids. No, no, it's just detergent. But to be fair, if I were going to be a drug dealer, that's how I'd do it. Walk around with a big old box of cocaine. And if I get pulled over, I'd be like, but officer, I'm just, I'm just heading to the laundromat. I just want to get my clothes smelling tied fresh. But as I said, these cats are right this time. Red Dead's coming. And I believe a trailer is coming out tonight. So maybe I should have waited till tonight to do the podcast. But I don't think my schedule will allow me to do that. Oh, speaking of, you know what? Let me finish this story. I got another story to tell you right after this. Yes, Red Dead's coming, but not for a really long time. They're teasing fall 2017. That's a long time away. I don't like games being teased as far out. What about you? Do you think or feel like it builds in anticipation? Makes you want the game even more? That you'll pre-order and get it day one? I think that's what they're going for. Or are you like me where, you know, for a little bit, you're like, damn, I want that game now. I'll go for pre-order. But like three months from now, you just forget that it's it's a thing anymore. I go, yeah, Red Dead is coming. Hmm. So what I got to do today? I show up to work. Try not to cry. Tweet at Tiffany. See if she'll tweet back. Hmm. Life, you know. Like too much can happen in a year's time. Between now and then, I have enough time to, I don't know, let's six months from now, let's say I, I, I do become a drug dealer. They'll call me the Tide Cocaine Dealer. And before this game comes out, there's a good chance I'm behind bars spending the next seven years without video games for trafficking. Like when Final Fantasy VII was, uh, the remake was announced, you could not contain my excitement. But right now, to tell you the truth, outside of right here and now, have not thought of the game more than once or twice in the past four or five months. I mean, I'll still get it when it comes out. I'm sure I'll be excited a month out from it. But I think the way Fallout 4 did it was the right way. They announced it at E3, which is like in June, I think. And then in October, was it October or November? Yes, in November, the game drops. So you're waiting less than six months. So the anticipation and excitement is still there. A year from now, just not the same thing. But either way, I think Red Dead Redemption is going to be a really cool game. If you played the first one, you know how good that was. They did a Wild West game of our dreams. There was so much content that, A, I didn't finish the game, but B, didn't do any of the side stuff, like like the horseshoe toss and the poker and all that stuff. Like, outside of hooking up with some old-timey hookers back in the day, they basically did everything that you would want to do in the Wild West. So I'm glad Rockstar is doing this. I guess it's a no-brainer for them because honestly, of course, the graphics will be up to date with uh, the standards of today. They'll flush out any gameplay mechanics that weren't working in the first one, but I couldn't tell you any of those. I didn't have any trouble with any of the gameplay mechanics. So all they really need to do is make sure they got the right writers on board, tell a compelling tale, keep us interested for the 30 hours that we're going to be with this game or more. And you're good. Just bring it up to today's standards, tell a good story, and I feel like this game's gonna break some records. If I'm not behind bars for selling cocaine in a year, we'll see if that's the case. Alright, before we wrap up, I just wanted to tell you about, um, update you on the Kenny Ho video show. So, this podcast was originally recorded last night. Of course, stupid me, SD card. 
I'm re-recording a bit early in the morning, but I did get the Kenny Hill video show up late last night, and within an hour, video was blocked. Copyright claim. French Montana's people all over my video. No, I wasn't stupid and took his music and played it over. It's just, if you've played a 2K game, you played any sports game, they have a soundtrack playing in the background, and so I had that on. I turned it down real low, but of course, I'm not saying, you know, just because you kind of hear it, barely hear it, or should be off the hook. No, no. I'm just very surprised that, because it, it wasn't long enough for anybody to look at it. That's my story, and I'm keeping to it. It's not because nobody wants to watch my content. They just didn't have the time to do it before it got blocked. So I'm redoing it. It's a pain in the ass to re-upload. Freaking YouTube. It takes like an hour to upload a 15-minute video. But by the time you hear this, it'll be up again. So please check it out. This time, sans French Montana and any of that music. All right, so that's it. That's episode 91 of The Kenny Ho Show. Episode 92 is next week. And I believe, if my math is correct, which 9 out of 10 times it's not, but I believe next week is the Halloween special. If not next week, then the week afterwards. And as it looks right now, the week after that... We'll have a pre-recorded episode. I'll be doing it ahead of time because the week after that, my schedule isn't going to allow me to do very much. I'll basically have the hour to upload a video and the 20 minutes to upload this show. But we're still a couple of weeks out from that, so don't worry about that yet. And even then, I'll make sure I deliver uh, an okay episode. All right, till next time, Lindsay Fonseca. I hope you're listening and I hope you're impressed. Toodles! Toodles!